Welcome to the Young, Dumb, and Love podcast, where we talk about all things marriage. Our goal is to help equip you to have a marriage that is better than you have ever imagined by sharing real life experiences, getting into the nitty gritty, and sharing practical ways you can start today. Let's dive in. First of all, don't tell me how to start. Okay. Thank you very much. I'm going to start however I feel like starting. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So I am not usually one to get embarrassed. Like, I think when you're married to someone long enough who just like is a little, like who can say embarrassing stories, I'm just kind of used to you like telling an embarrassing story and I laugh and I can do embarrassing things too. Your smile right now though? Okay. So a couple weeks ago we're at a party and Julian just decides he's going to start telling a story, which... I'm like, okay, telling a story about a Christmas Eve service and they sang Mary, did you know? And I'm going to make long story short, but like basically a grown man was like representing baby Jesus. It was very, it was very awkward, but Julian's telling the story and everyone's laughing. Ha, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That really happened. This was a long time ago. And then Julian goes, yeah, then the guy died. And I am like, you know, when you wives, you know, when you're like, make it stop, like make it stop. But I'm trying to be honoring to my husband, but I am like literally like kicking, grabbing. I'm like, make it stop, make it stop. I'm like, please. and everyone's face goes like this. So they're laughing. Ah! And then they're all because they're uncomfortable because it's like, oh yeah. And then the guy died and we're all like, what? Now we can't laugh because this poor guy died. Anyway, Julian. That story, please never tell it again. And yeah. he, do, you just can't stop though. The problem with the problem, and I, I love this is all in love. Julian has this tendency to like, it's almost like if he went to the top of a hill and started rolling down the hill, he just can't stop. It just keeps going, and my, I'm like, make it, and I'm like, okay, well, we're gonna go now. So we'll see if we ever get invited back to a party after that story. But that was the moment where I thought. Oh my gosh, I am turning into my father. Yeah, he was like, I'm just like my dad. But anyway, also, if you caught the pictures that we posted yesterday. Yeah, let's talk about that real quick. On Instagram, no, you could like put some up too, but um, uh, threw up wow. a couple of these pictures and. Wow. Um, it's true what they say, love is say blind. Say I'm just kidding. Every DM <laughs> every year, we got. Every, every D- year, Julian gained like a lot of weight. Yeah, every DM we got was like, oh my gosh, you are not even the same person. I'm like, I know. Oh, yeah. And I tried so hard to find something to make fun of Brittany. And no, there's definitely some out there. Like the one time I went and I got my hair cut, ladies, listen, I was trying to be, this was a long time ago. What? 15 years ago, I guess we'd only been married a couple years trying to save money. So I'm like, I'm going to go to the school, get my hair cut. And it just was a disaster all around. And I literally left there. With hair, like these pieces, that's why I won't get my hair cut. So you're like, wow, her hair is so long. It's because I'm Terrified. scarred for yeah, life scarred for, for life. several reasons, actually. Yeah. But I got my hair cut <laughs> and the pieces were this long right here. This long. Yeah. So it's taken me this long just to grow them out. So now I'm absolutely terrified too. I cried when I left. But anyway. Why, why are you, what's the other reason you're scarred? Oh, that was actually before that time. <laughs> yeah. I got my hair cut. Was, I've this, always this had is, pretty long hair. This is when the young, dumb, <laughs> but in dumb. love comes into Very play. Dumb. But 
I went and I got my hair cut. I was so excited. She I had, had lots, this like she had really long hair before that. It wasn't this long, but I had this really like trendy, cool gal that was doing my hair back then when I was a teenager, like older teenager. And I went and I got my hair cut and I was so excited. I got like really like cute, like short when it was like really popular to get really super short hair. And then those like little I'm aging myself so much. Those like peekaboo, like yeah. um, dark spots, you know? So then I got like these yep. like black like pieces underneath and they were so cute. And I was so excited. And then we had like young adults at church. And so like I went and Julian was there and we were dating. I want to say we had been dating a few months maybe. Yeah. And I walk in and I'm like, how do you like my hair? And in front of people, he's like, mm, I liked it better long. Like, do you have, do you, like, literally, what, I, I, I mean, I still hey, married you. Like, least, what is wrong with me? At least I was honest. <laughs> you can give me that. I was honest. I will give you that. But honestly, like, take, take note, men, do not say that. <laughs> like, literally don't. That is so rude. Okay, I remember, and plus I was like 17, 18. I remember being so insecure after that. So that's on you. Anyway. <sighs> I'm over yeah. it, but I haven't really cut my hair. Well, I did get my hair cut that one time, but I have not had short hair since then. Nope. Have not had short hair. Nope. Scarred for life. Absolutely will not cut my hair. Scarred for life. So it's Julian's. But anyway. Anyway. But it worked. So now she has long hair all the time. So. <laughs> You're so funny. Uh, uh, anyway, we are. There's a little book. <laughs> that we're starting that's little things that julian says oh my gosh you guys seriously he said, the thing too about julian is a couple things one julian's like very very pure of heart like he just doesn't like i don't know he just doesn't think things like that a lot of us maybe think you know so he'll say something and it really isn't meant to be like inappropriate or rude or inconsiderate but it is but not intentional so then you're like you can't say that. Like, you can't say that. And he's like, what? I don't understand. My, my honesty comes out in the worst times. <laughs> yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but it's like, it's innocent. So, you know, anyway, yes, honestly, I wish, and I feel like we need to figure out a way to do this. And so like, I would love to hear from the people, but it's our day-to-day -day life that I think people would find very like interesting. It's just, just sometimes hard to we'll capture get better. It. We'll get better at uh, stories and stuff. Because we honestly, it's just, it's a, it's a journey. It's a journey. Oh, it's a journey. That's a for journey. sure. Yeah. Anyway. What are we talking about today? Anyway. Yeah. Well, first of all, <clears throat> it's been the Britney Christmas. show for a while okay. because I've been sick. So much. Like so sick. So and if you are the praying kind, pray for yeah, Julian. Like my lungs and my voice. And yeah. You could probably still hear it in my voice well, still. Well, the bummer is he finally got some medicine from the doctor yeah. to clear out what they thought was probably like bronchitis and then literally got hit with whatever the like respiratory wave, thing yeah. is going around right now. So bad. So <laughs> and I got wrong. it a little bit, but obviously not even close. So he kind of just... Still, it doesn't really have a lot of a voice for the last like month. So it's the Britney show. <laughs> so if you're sick of me, well, sorry. I'm sorry. I do sorry. my best to talk. I can only talk for so long before I, it like gives out on me right yeah. here too. Well, and I tell you all the time, like when I'm looking at our Instagram, like, cause I don't do like a lot of our other platforms, like TikTok and stuff. I'm not on there. So like, I only really look at Instagram and I'm like, it's literally me all the time. And I, that's annoying to me. Sorry. But it is what it is. So if you're annoyed by me too, like, no, you're me too. You can move on. <laughs> it's me too. Anyway. Um, no, I wanted to talk about, and I don't really have any like 
formal notes or anything, but just really talking about, obviously we're coming for the end of the year mm-hmm. and Christmas is coming up. It's busy. Uh, but really taking a moment in the next, um, you know, a couple weeks, yep. uh, to think of the things or a thing that you need to leave behind in 2023 to be able to move forward and have your best marriage. Why are you smiling? I'm just looking at you. You're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, I'm going to smile when I'm looking at you. I'm, you want me to look mad? Okay. No. I'm going to look but mad now. Anyway, just as I was thinking through like, okay, what are things that are something that you're like, gosh, I need to stop doing that or stop having this bitter feeling. Maybe it's, so for example, maybe it's bitterness. Like I need to leave that bitterness behind mm-hmm. um, in my marriage because it's not serving my marriage or me. So really like, what do you need? This is, I guess, to make questions. Yeah. What do I need to leave behind in 2023? Whether that is pertaining to something, it could be two things, twofold, something in your personal, like yourself. What does Brittany need to leave behind? What does Julia need to leave behind? One. Yep. And two, like, what do I need to leave behind so that I can, my marriage can thrive? So that could be bitterness, unforgiveness, um, you know, a negative attitude, uh, maybe something like that you've been doing that's been maybe tempting you or causing you to maybe have, um, like thoughts of being unfaithful, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and so what does that look like? So yeah. that's kind of my question. Well, and the best, one of the best things that you can do to be able to move on from one of those things is, so no matter what it is, no matter what's holding you back or the thing you want to let go of, the best thing for you to do is just being honest with yourself yeah. and then being honest with your, your spouse, you know, and yeah. your spouse is there to, to be really, you're supposed to be a team. You're supposed to be doing this together. And so, mm-hmm. um, if you ever want to move on from something that is holding you back, if you're struggling from something you have to say it out loud and you have to have the conversation. If you never have the conversation and you bottle it up and you feel like you can do it on your own and you never have maybe you're a guy and you never have other guys to talk to, to keep yeah. you accountable, to walk you through, to help you through it, um, or being honest with your wife, whatever. Mm. If you don't actually have the conversation, yeah. being able to let go of those things to move forward is going to be impossible yeah. because you can't, do it on your own as much as you want to. You're going to have a much harder time doing it on your own than doing it with somebody pushing you along, holding you accountable, calling you, talking, talking to you, texting you, whatever you need to do to help you move forward. Um, so as we're talking about this, as you're thinking about those things that you're, you're dealing with that you want to let go. Um, it's important that you have someone or somebody to talk to and really hash this out with. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it's going to look different for every spouse, but it could be, and it could be more something more on the side of, wow, I need to let this go. Like in my, you know, like if I could move past this, um, you know, this insecurity I have or the struggle I have, it would help to serve my marriage better. Um, or maybe it's super marriage specific, you know? So it's kind of just like taking that time to reflect, um, what do I need to leave behind? You know, and think of it like this, like something that's been weighing heavy on you, 
You know, this is going to take like that reflection of like, what is weighing heavy on me? What is making me feel like I can't move forward in my life, in my marriage, as a mother, as a father, whatever that looks like? What is that for you? You know, and, and it's going to be different and maybe it's a couple of different things. Um, but what do I need to leave behind so that I, um, can thrive Mm -hmm. so that my marriage can thrive so that my life, um, can thrive, Mm -hmm. you know, because, and I was thinking about this this morning, kind of this secondary question to that is if my life looks the same a year from now, so say, well, let's think, let's look forward to December, 2024, Mm -hmm. you know, about to go into 2025. So really projecting out there, will I be happy and feel like I'm thriving if my life looks exactly the same a year from Mm, now. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of a tough question to ask yourself and sometimes takes like some real like, okay, like what do I need to change? You know? And, um, yeah. Yeah. Self-reflection. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, what some of the best, some of the best evaluation is looking in the mirror, you know? So how do you, if you, yes, sing it girl, sing it. Asking <clears throat> to make yes. a change. Yeah, keep going. No, no, I can't really. Like, I'm trying to... Come on, Michael. <clears throat> anyway, yes. But looking in the mirror, like, that's how you're going to be able to discover um, what's going on in your life, where you're yeah. at. And you said it, you hit it right on the nose. If you look at a year from now and yeah. you're exactly the same where you are today, are you going to be happy with that? Mm-hmm. I would say most people would say no. Yeah. Most people would say, if I look at my life right now... Do I want to be here one year from now? Probably not. Most people are going to want to be yeah. way further Some sort past of that, you know? And so how do we, how do we, yeah. so obviously we see that and we think about that and we see like, okay, I want to be different in a year from now. Yeah. How do we get there? What do we, yeah. what do we need to do to be able yeah. to, to get there? Yeah. That's a great question. I think too, like if you are like, yeah, actually in a year, if my life looks the same, then I will be happy. Like that's amazing. You know? So I'm not saying like go look for problems that don't exist. For sure. You know, but I think there's always something we can improve on. Like, okay, I'm going to do this better next year. Maybe it's like be more intentional with, um, you know, your alone time, like being able to like, maybe you want to get up and get in the word every day or work out more. Like, so it's all of those things. But like you said, how do we get there? Well, one, of course, you know, you identify it. Like, what is it? It, whatever that is, you know, is it, and you could even, you know, take a time, like go, for a walk, like my thing is I love walking and that's my best thinking. I always joke like I at least get one hour of good thinking a day, but a lot of times movement, your mind follows yeah, for me, true. for my personality. It's very true. When I'm moving, my mind functions better. That's my personality. So go ahead and diagnose me in the comments if you want to, but my <laughs> mind works better through movement. And so first it's identifying what it is. Maybe you want to go sit at a coffee shop or take some time to yourself and just sit in quiet and go, what is it that I want to leave behind or change or grow in, you know, so what do I want to leave behind or what do I want to grow in? These could be two different things. I want to leave this behind, but I want to grow in this area. Um, I want to be more intentional with these things, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe you want to be more intentional with your spiritual life, Mm -hmm. maybe your physical health, Mm -hmm. um, your mental health. Uh, Maybe you want to be more intentional with your, you know, I don't know, your, um, your spouse, you're dating your spouse like us, you know, like we probably got like an F on our date nights this year. Yep. So for us going into next year, like we're just going to be honest with you. Um, 
that'll be something we're like, we need to be better at date nights. But, um, so that's what I would say is sit down and identify what it is that you want in a year and what you need to leave behind. For sure. That's great. Thanks. So, so practical. Yeah. How do I, what do I, so I identify it. Yeah. How, what's a good way to like actually identify it and make it so that I can make a difference in my life? Because like saying it, okay, mm-hmm. I, I need to get better at this. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I totally. leave it there, that doesn't go anywhere. That doesn't really do much 100%. for me. Yeah. What do I do? Like, yeah. how do I really make that turn into something? Yeah. Well, I think what we'll do is if you can, cause you do all the back end stuff, but if you could like post, remember how last year we did like the mm-hmm. vision episode and I think we did one this year too. And even have like the vision, like Breakdown. work yeah, workbook book or whatever. So put those in the comment or the show notes. And so go in the show notes, Julian will t- put those other episodes. Plus you can download like the vision worksheet, which will at least kind of help identify it. But I would say always identify and then keep digging is kind of what I would recommend. So I'm trying to think like, cause this is a new thought for me, but I'm going to try to think of it on the fly. So here we go. Um, so for example, I want to be more consistent in some things, right? So say yours is like, okay, I want to be more consistent in, um, whatever it is for you. I'm going to, I'm trying to think of one. You want to put me on the spot? Just say working out. Like just say, cause working out is like a very general okay, thing. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to do yours then. Great. Okay. So Julian, one of your goals for 2024 is to be more consistent working out. Yeah. So if you just say, I'm going to be more consistent working out, what's that going to do for you? Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Right. Because great. So I would say you need to say, okay, why, first of all, why? Because okay. why always helps you identify the what. Like if I know I want to work out because I want to be more physically fit. I want to be able to keep up with my kids. I want to be here longer. I want to have a six pack. Mm. So when I'm sitting next to my pool, yeah. you know, the water just dripples and down And Top Gun just abs. plays in the background. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I've been telling Brittany I'm going to have a six pack again since. For 17 years. <laughs> anyway, so let's let's keep workshopping this. Okay, so. So Julian wants to be more like work out more. So now you need to make a plan. Mm-hmm. When are you going to work out? Okay. So what, you know, what days of the week, what time are you going to work out? And then you're scheduling that into your life. Because yeah. if you just put it out in the air, like, oh, I'm going to do this. You're not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. So, and if you've read anything about like, and I'll also, I'm going to leave this book in there because it's not, it's not a, like a, Christian book, but it's about habits and habit stacking and how to identify habits. It's really good book that I've read twice. But, um, so one, you're going to say, what time of day am I going to work out? And then what kind of workouts am I going to do? Right. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to plan them in your schedule Yeah. because if you don't schedule it, it doesn't happen. Right. And so I know that's one of the things I've learned a lot about myself is Mm -hmm. like, I have to schedule it as if it's like, it's a, it becomes a priority because what's on your calendar is a priority. Right. And then you need to get accountable. Like Mm. if I don't do this, then what is it? And I'm not saying punishment, but accountability. So there's a difference. Punishment is, you know, negative shame, you know, but accountability is positive. And, um, like you, if you want something, you're going to be willing to make yourself accountable to it, you know? And so, yeah. So Julian, what would you say? to any of that <laughs> <laughs> well i mean it's hard i for feel sure. like this is still the well, and it, you have to think like okay so 
someone who like me, I've had good stints of working out, right? I've had good moments where I was getting up at 6am every single day and going into working out and, you know, seeing the difference and I wasn't getting as sore as I used to. And then suddenly it just like ends. Like, why does it end? So, Mm -hmm. so I've, I've been able to establish the healthy habits, but why does the habit die Mm -hmm. in the middle of success? I feel like you're like interviewing me like I'm some sort of professional. Well, I'm but, asking you these questions. Okay, so I am uh, actually a very consistent person. Ex- that's why I'm asking uh, you. Physic- like in my physical fitness. I do the same thing. I'm very consistent. But I also think a lot of that is personality. I For My sure. personality is very addictive and very much I thrive in structure. I could eat the same thing, do the same thing, go to the same places every day for the rest of my and life. I'm the complete opposite of that. And and that's I think part of it. So a lot of that's gonna do with your personality. Yeah. Right. And here's the bottom line. You will do whatever you actually want to do. Mm. Like you will do it. So if you decide like I'm going to work out, you you it's really up to you. Like and I think that's the thing is you just sometimes have to do it even though you don't actually want to do it you will do whatever you tell yourself to do yeah and I, I realize I'm like a disciplined person people are like whatever as they're like sitting on the couch going like she's so annoying I get it because I definitely am annoying yeah. in that way yeah. Julian's like yeah totally for sure because like I'll get up in the summer here in Arizona because it's 110 degrees during the day I'll get up at 4 30 or 5 o'clock disgusting. in the morning and work out outside because I so I, I get that but anyway kind of to go back to it, you know, you identify it and then you have to really get very specific about it. Like Mm -hmm. not just, I'm going to work out. Yeah. Okay. Like I said, when, where, with who, how, who's going to hold you accountable. And then what are you going to do when you don't do it? Mm. Like maybe you, and I'm not saying like punishment. I'm not a big like believer in like punishing, but like maybe it's a reward for the times you do, or maybe you're like, Hey, I'm going to do this. And then you know, whatever, like I'm going to have my wife hold me accountable or my friends or whatever, whatever it is. So that's working out, but it could be any number of things. Like let's workshop a different idea. Say what, if someone wants to do something else, uh, they want to maybe more on like a spiritual slash. They want to read one book a month for the whole entire year. Great. So then what would they do? schedule it in or be really intentional. So maybe you would find those 12 books. You're going to go ahead and get those 12 books. You're going to ask someone else if they want to join in with, join you. In with you. And I think too, this is the other thing. And, and if you read the book about habits is it's really about stacking habits. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I think a lot of times we want to go from here, like, okay, right now, maybe this is where I'm at with like my physical fitness or my spiritual health or whatever. And they want to go from here to here, just like this. Mm -hmm. And they just want it to like, vroom, super easy. That was amazing. But the bottom line is we all know that most journeys aren't like that. That's Mm -hmm. the few, not the many. Like it's usually very much like, you know, and that's, that's more of a normal. Yeah. But it's kind of like if you can learn to stack your wins and your habits and just a little bit at a time and be consistent, you'll get to here. There's not enough room for me to be a hand talker (laughs) with this microphone. I'm going to need to get like a little earpiece microphone, but you will get here, but you have to essentially stack the the wins. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so in the, you know, when you're talking about that, like, 
when they say like in this book, if you read it, which this is, I kind of take this from this. Um, but you say you're like, okay, I want to work out every morning. They say, this might seem very like childlike, but you're going to take your clothes and you're going to lay them the first place you go in the morning. You're going to pick out your clothes and you're going to lay them there in the morning because they, you want to make it whatever you're going to do as easy as possible so that you can't talk yourself out of it. Mm, you know what I mean? So yeah. maybe you're going to put your clothes right where you go when you wake up. Or if you want to take, I mean, they, it makes it sound very elementary, but a lot of times these good habits are really elementary or yeah. the things you want to change. It's just a matter of doing it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Setting yourself up. So, yeah. Beforehand. For success. Yeah. yeah. So I would say, you know, kind of to come back to it so I don't like go too far off, but identify them. Yep. And then what else did I say? Identify, get yourself accountable mm -hmm. and then really get down to the root of it, what you're doing. You know, don't just say, I'm going to get healthy in 2024. Yeah, what that's, does that's healthy too broad. mean? That's too broad, you know, yeah. so really narrowing it down to the like all the way down and then start making action steps from that place. Gotcha. Like I'm going to work out. Okay. How many days a week am I going to work out? Mm -hmm. How long am I going to work out for? Where am I going to work out? Yeah. You know, am I going to have anyone else work out with me? And you definitely need to stack working out. I mean, it's one of those things that people, you work out one time. Yeah. This okay. happens to me every time. Every If I don't work out for a while, time. I work out. I, and it doesn't so matter. Funny. I get so sore. So sore. That I can't function. Yep. And then I just don't work out anymore because I'm like, I can't do it. Yeah. Cause then hurts. he's like walking up the stairs. He's like, ah, yeah. oh, and I'm like, babe, that's why you like start like slower, you know, and that's Take the thing. Take a light at first. Right. It's like that person who, Stack it. you know, and it, I mean, some people thrive in extremes. They're like sitting on the couch right now. And they're like, I'm going to run a marathon in a month. And some yep, people that, thrive that in that, <laughs> those extremes, but for the most part, like extremes are not where we thrive. Like the <laughs> consistency, <laughs> The consistency, this is where that whole journey started. Yes, this um, is where the whole thing started with consistency marathons. Consistency is really what keeps you going. You yeah. know what I mean? And it doesn't mean you won't have little hiccups, but it's not quitting when you haven't done it. You know what I mean? I think that's the thing. Like, okay, so you wake up and it's been a week and you haven't done what you said. Instead of being so hard on yourself and being like, fine, you know what? I just give up. Just get back into it. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the thing is sometimes we are so hard on ourselves and we don't give ourselves any room. grace, yeah. but, um, we give others grace, yeah. you know? And one thing that, um, actually my mom's been asking me this question and she said it's been helpful for her is someone asked her, what would you tell a friend? Like if you were, you know, like, what would you tell a friend? Like when you're struggling with something, you know, what would you tell a friend? And we would say like, Hey, get back up. You can do it. Like, Hey, I'll do it with you. For but sure. it, we don't give ourselves that. We're like, you suck. <laughs> and how dare you miss a workout? Maybe that's just in myself. But, yeah. um, I have noticed that over the last couple of years, I've just learned to give myself a lot more grace. grace and, and breathe a little bit, which has actually, I think kept me more consistent yeah. because when I mess up, I just go, you know what? Tomorrow's a new day. This was yeah. not always my thing, yeah. but, um, yeah. So identify it all the way down to the, the action steps, you know, and maybe that's, so then opposite. And I'll ask you this, like, so say they're like, Hey, it's not necessarily that I want to accomplish this, but I really want to stop this. Mm -hmm. Like I really struggle with, 
um, insecurity mm-hmm. and how am, I want to stop being this insecure mm-hmm. or I want to stop a, maybe a bad habit they have. Mm-hmm. So what would you say if it's that? Like, well, you can talk if not. No, okay. I'll, I'll talk as much as I can. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, when it's a, a habit or something that you're trying to get rid of, I think from what I've seen people do and myself, um, I've learned to go, okay, anytime that that bad habit or whatever it is, uh, comes up and I feel like I want to do it. Um, I always would tell people the best thing for you to do is to literally run the opposite direction. And, and I say literally, because I want you to physically run from that thing. Um, because when you physically run from it, you're putting, you're not just putting a thought in your head of don't do it, but you're physically doing something to not do it. Um, and so say, let's say, um, you know, you want to stop drinking soda in 2024, right? Uh, it's one of those things like, the best thing for you to do is not buy it, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> Don't buy the soda. Uh, when you're at the grocery store and you see that soda. And it's Don't calling, go down that aisle. Yeah, it's it's calling your name. Literally, just walk away from that aisle. Don't yeah. even don't even make eye contact with the soda because what's going to happen is you're going to uh, look at it and all of a sudden all of these thoughts and, mm-hmm. and the way it tastes and the way it bubbles down your, your throat and you know just everything that you can think of, you're just like, oh my gosh, it's so refreshing. I want one so bad right now. And you just need to go, I'm not going to even position myself mm-hmm. to have that soda. Yeah. And so um, we, we, no matter what it is, whether it's you know, something super deep or something super chill, just run from it. And how would you run the opposite direction when it's more of like something internal? So like say like insecurity. Yeah. Okay. So like insecurity, um, cause you can't necessarily run away from yourself, but you can physically do something. You can physically say, say the positive. So we always tell, even like with our kids, like when our kids are being so negative and the woe is me is the world. And you know, they start talking about all this stuff. I, I want them to, and I make them say three things that they're grateful for Mm -hmm. or three things that they're they're that are positive about themselves or, you know, so physically saying I am amazing, you know, and just find what, what do you love about yourself and just say those things so that you can become somebody who combats negativity or insecurity mm-hmm. with the things that are good, you know, yeah. the, the positive things. It's a brain switch yeah. um, on your thought process. And, mm-hmm. you know, the thoughts might come all the time. Yeah. But when they do, you have to switch your brain to, and, and I think, I forget what book it was. This is it Dr. Caroline Leaf where they mm-hmm. talk about literally just turning on your brain when it comes to this kind of insecurity or negativity. When you start talking about and yeah. saying physically the things that you are grateful for, mm-hmm. it works the same side of your brain, but it turns something else on that makes you be more aware of the positive things in yeah. your life. Yep. And so if you're insecure, you you know have a lot of negativity and those are the things you want to kill man, kill it with gratitude. Yeah. And so look at your spouse and be like, I am so thankful for you. Mm-hmm. I'm so thankful for this situation, whatever the, whatever it is, and start to call out physically those things. Yeah. And so it, whether it's physical, whether it's in your mind, like there are ways to still run from yeah. it yeah. Um, in that sense. Yeah. Well, and you know, like you said, with your brain, you'd be amazed. And that's the thing is I think 
even with that, like more of that inner work, you know, mm-hmm. we want to go from here to up here. And again, I will tell you with someone who's done a lot, it's just that that's not the way the journey looks, but you'd be amazed if you said, okay, for the next, you know, and maybe don't say the whole year. I think that's the other thing is we get defeated because we go, oh, this year and a year is a long time. So it's like, break it up. You know what I mean? Like, okay. So in January, I'm going to do this and then measure what that looked like, you know, but you'd be amazed how you, your brain actually does change. And this is, there's so much science behind this. This is not an episode about that, but I can also recommend lots of books that I've read, but the chemistry of your brain can change. And when you start changing the way you're talking to yourself, the way you're allowing yourself to like think upon things, you will change your mind. And it's, it's an, it's an incredible, incredible thing that is God's designed for us to be able to change so the way that our brain is, is thinking. Um, but yeah, so, you know, just cause obviously we've talked about a lot of things with this, but just being able to measure it in smaller doses, I think is often helpful, Yeah, you know, and then give yourself, um, like, I think we like that false humility. Like we never want to give ourselves any credit. We're like, no, you know, like, Oh, but yeah. it's like, celebrate your wins Celebrate your wins. like gosh wow you know what i just like say like i haven't been very negative this week like wow i've been really grateful today maybe it's today maybe it's hour by hour like maybe you're in a yeah. place where you're like it's got to be like minute by minute yeah so stack on that it's minute by minute becomes hour by hour becomes day by day becomes you know you know you get it week by week month into a year and that is how real change really progresses you know because it's little growth that becomes big growth. You know what I mean? And, and it's very rare that something starts small and gets big really fast. And I would also warn that oftentimes when that does happen, the foundation isn't there to maintain that, you know, exponential growth. But when you have small growth or small change, it's amazing because it's like the foundation is also built so that you can actually keep that growth and change. You know what I mean? Um, because we talk about this a lot with like with our marriage and our relationship. I wish we could sit down and say, this is the magic pill or the perfect, like what's the word? Um, if you do this, this, and this, you'll have a perfect marriage. Yes. There you go. Thank you. Marriage, but our formula, you'll have the perfect marriage. I wish we had that, man. We'd be like bajillionaires. If you do this, this, and this, your marriage will be perfect. But I think what we've identified is that we have been, consistent in our marriage and had little growth and, and just over all of these years and it just stacks and we just continually grow and continually love each other. So it's not like it's this magical formula, but it's these little things that we've done over these years, you know, as little as Julian making coffee for me every night, you know, and it's like, that sounds so dumb. Like, Oh, Julian makes coffee for me every night. But it's like these little wins just stack and stack and stack and stack and stack to make something beautiful, you know? And we want the magic formula. We Mm want to just be like, if I just do this, this will be perfect. Yeah. And that's just, it's not really not the reality. And no matter what (coughs) you can be doing all the steps in the world Yeah. and you can see a lot of progress, but you're going to have setbacks. You're going to have moments where you're like, Whoa, who is this person? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it happens all the time. All the time. And that's okay. Like you can't go, you can't let that outweigh every other win. No. You can't let the bad or the negative things that happen in your life outweigh 
the many wins that you had. Yeah. And that's our brains naturally gravitate oh, yeah. to drama and negativity. Yeah. And so focus on the positive, focus yeah. on the wins, focus on those things that you did succeed at and celebrate the heck out of them. One yeah. of our, one of our mentors back in the day, um, and this, this kind of just, I, I think it flows into everything in your life, but, um, she's one time she, uh, tried to give me something and I was like, no, I can't take that from you. Like that's, that's not okay. And she looked at me and she said, don't you ever take away my blessing. Right. And, I remember since then, like if someone wants to give me something, I just embrace it and oh, he loves I'm it. very grateful <laughs> and yeah, I'm, I'm, but I've, I used to be like, no, 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 no. Yeah. But now it's like, if they offer something, I, I always go, are you sure? Thank you so much. I am so grateful. And my, my attitude has changed. So even like in marriage, like when your spouse is, is showing you love and, you know, uh, being gracious with you and doing all those things, just accept it and take it in and embrace it and do that for each other. And the more you do that, the more that your marriage and your relationship is going to grow because you're going to be able to accept each other's offerings for each other and grow with each other. Yeah. Well, I would just say, you know, like, so as you're looking into, you know, it's, it's always a time of reflection, you know, during, I feel like at the end of the year, like you just start to reflect and like, what has this year been like? And what do I want next year to look like? One, I would say, you know, of course, identifying what you want next year, be gracious to yourself. If maybe 2023 didn't exactly go how you thought it would, you know, but what do you want your marriage to look like in a year from now? Like really take the time to look at that. What do I want my marriage to look like? Come together with your spouse. Like, what do we like, what do we want our marriage to look like? What do we not want to bring into 2023? What baggage or something that happened, you know, what do we not want to bring with us, Mm -hmm. you know, that we've been carrying around? And maybe that's, you know, maybe it's something really, really deep and you come together and you go, Hey, you know what? I know this has been really weighing on us and we still talk a lot about it, but in 2024, I think it's really time for us to move on from this and, and really grow forward, you know? And so I would say, what does that look like? That's the question. You know, I'm proposing a question. What is it that you want it to look like 2024? Mm -hmm. When you sit down December, 2024, and we have the same conversation with you again, are you going to be able to say, Hey, I actually made the changes I wanted to make or, or worked towards it. So I would say, what does that look like? What are the things? And then two, start to say, how are you going to reverse engineer these things? You know, maybe it's month by month. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is what we're going to do. January is going to look like this. And then work it even down to the smaller, you know, maybe it's, okay, a date night a month. Okay, what night of the week is it going to be? Who's going to be the babysitter? Lock it all in now. You know what I mean? Before you get into next year. Because life is going to come. It always does. And it's not going to slow down. That's just the bottom line. We always like, it'll slow down, but it it doesn't, you know? Um, So that's the thing is what do you want it to look like? Yeah. And then really start working towards that and don't allow yourself to get defeated. Um, you're going to have setbacks, you know, but take, I always say like, look at a setback as an opportunity for a comeback. Like Mm. setbacks are just a great way to position yourself to make a comeback, you know? And, and sometimes now, because I've seen the faithfulness of God so many times when I am in a setback, I will even kind of be like, okay, okay, God, okay, God, like, (laughs) 
I'm excited to see what happens. what happens because I know that every setback is an opportunity for a comeback. Yep. And sometimes those comebacks are so much bigger and better than I could have even imagined. Um, and so it's just like, now I almost look at them as, opp- you know, just I'm more yeah. inclined to be like, okay, this is an opportunity and not allow it to be so defeating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really good. Anything else? No. I'm trying to think. That of, was amazing. There was another thing I wanted to say, but I can't remember what it is. <laughs> That's okay. We'll save it for oh, the next Oh, I know. One. Okay. There okay. we go. So I wanted to, just real quick, because um, I know you have a lot to do, um, and I got to finish some Christmas shopping, but what is coming? Money? Spending that money, oh, baby. No, I try to be really careful. But for 2024, I'm really excited because we've been working on a couple different things. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to give kind of like an idea so people kind of know what's coming and can kind of be prepared for it. And also be like one, I would say get on our email list because we're going to get really good at sending out emails. And that's where we're going to be launching a lot of things is in our emails. Yep. Um, And then we've been talking a lot about this. I'm just going to throw it out there because you know, accountability, but we really want to start, um, a mastermind marriage mastermind. Um, and really what it's going to be is I haven't really quite nailed this down. So I'm throwing it out there before I've really like, this is live. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know what you're going to say right now. This Uh, is great. But really like getting back to us, you know, Mm -hmm. like we really like not just us, but really want to be able to help couples kind of get through that, through the mud of feeling like, man, we just can't seem to get to this good place and really work through that with them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and so that's something we're working on. Plus we also will be launching for probably you can be able to download these. They'll be free, but they're prayer guides for husbands and for wives so that you can start the new year. If that's something you want to do, be able to pray for your spouse, like a guide of like, okay, I don't really know what to pray. And so, yeah, I don't know. What awesome. else? Anything else? No, that's great. I love it. Okay. So be, be on the lookout <laughs> for lookout. that. Get on the, the get on email the list. list. We'll put a link below that yeah. way you can get on the email list real quick. Playing footsie. And then I know. I'm nervous. <laughs> You're so silly. But uh, yeah, get on the email list. Make sure you subscribe to everything that we do. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, all those places. Um, we would love for you to join the family. And as we continue to grow and put out great content to help you have a thriving marriage. Marriage. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week.